was a clear. No! No! Is that your opinion or was that an impression? It was more throaty than that, wasn't it? And it was far more yeah. aggressive. It was a. No! <laughs> Something out of the WWE. That was one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever seen. Yeah. It's up there with Vettel putting it off at uh, Germany. At Hockenheim. <laughs> Yeah, He's that... throwing something from Seb, it's probably just not the thing he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they crumbled. They've lost it. That's it. Game over. See Game you. over. See you, bye. So, French Grand Prix. Looked like it was going to be a tasty race for the win, but then old Chuck Leclerc chucked it away. What a shame. <laughs> so, to discuss it all, I've got Nick and Tom with me again, as always. Hello. Hi. I'm laughing at you, Did... Chuck Leclerc there. That's Willie T. Ribs, yeah. for those who don't know. Who um, <laughs> called him that in the post-race interviews? Was it uh, Miami? Yeah, he continually, and we just wouldn't call him Charles. It was always Chuck. <laughs> Apparently, it's because in America, Chuck has a nickname for Charles. Ah, good. That's still funny though. Because it is. Ah, I want to see Chuck Norris's real name's Charles, but now I need to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's quite a big. Yeah, that's we, quite a bold claim. We do need to find this out though. This is essential yeah. Formula One knowledge. Oh, no, his name's Carlos. Carlos? So, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, science could Spanish be... for Charles. Oh, is it? Please, so. <laughs> let's go, let's Google, Google that. <laughs> I was going to say we should need to find out what uh, French or Charles is, but then we've got Charles, so... <laughs> I just realised. Although the kid does keep saying it's Charles' home race, and I'm like, eh, it's kind of not. Yeah. Now, it's the same language zone, but that's about... It's the same... Country, it's not though, is it? Well, principality is yeah. yeah. I'm with you though. It's still an important one for him, isn't it? Yeah, imagine that stung quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shall we break for tradition and go straight into that, or are we uh, blow by blow? <laughs> no, let's go blow oh. by blow. I'll tell you. Yeah, sorry. Right. Stick to the format. Stick to the format. Tried and tested. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start with qualifying. And we had two cars who so were going to start at the back, which were Sainz and Magnussen. Chuck Sainz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got two Chucks. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, you're, you're throwing me in a bit of qualifying. Uh, Q1, lost the usual suspects. Joe had a, a bad one again. Schumacher had got through, but then lost his lap as well. So he was out. Latifi got the upgrades, but he was still last. Yeah, the car got an upgrade. I don't know if Latifi did. <laughs> <laughs> he was three and a half tenths off Albon. It's a bit of a shame. Albon had a spin as well, so it could have been quicker. I mm. think, on his last oh, yes. lap. Uh, into that chicane at the back. What, what do you think about Mick getting his time thrown out? Nick. I didn't, yeah, see, I didn't see what, well, what was instant. It was one of those where... He, He's right to feel hard done by, but you know he was outside the track limits, but only just. But that's how it goes. Yeah, so it was on the uh, inside of Virage de la Hotel. Uh, turn three. <laughs> turn three. Yeah, thanks for that. Sorry, I just. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god, I can't pronounce some of the rest of the names. Oh, I seem to remember we had that debate last year at this track, didn't we? Uh, just, we did. Just try and avoid that. Oh yeah, is there, is there not a corner called the bomb? A uh, Le Bose. That's it. Ah yes, or double 
twat de bosset. <laughs> is a long way of saying it. God. Oh, my word. Anyway, moving on. So Mick's on the inside curb. And there's a little bollard. And he, he apexes at the bollard. And it, it is a natural thing to do what he does. But it is four wheels off the track. But yeah. that's why he was surprised in the shock. Like, what? That, tra- that track? Uh, sorry. That corner? If it was at Croft, it would have been fine. 100%. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Sadly, it was at Paul Ricard. Is it in Le Castellet or is it nicknamed Le Castellet? I have no idea on that one. Uh, yes, it is in Le Castellet. People just sometimes oh. call it Le Castellet, don't they? Oh, we're racing yeah. at Le Castellet, but I suppose that's the the town it's nearby or the venue. Anyway, we should probably move to Q2. <laughs> Yep, Q2, Albon, Vettel, Bottas, Ocon, and Danny Rick just missed out. Mm. Uh, she wasn't too far off. Not, not good enough again. He was much closer to Lando's pace most of this weekend, I think. It was, and at the very start, he was quite close to him as well, wasn't he? But then, mm-hmm. he's, the fact is, he's still behind. Mm-hmm. And you'd expect an on-form Ricardo to at least be ahead sometimes. That's not really happening at the minute. Well, yeah. no, we're talking like, oh, he's a bit closer this time, as if he's like a new up-and-comer. Oh, Joe's closer to Bottas this time, you know. Yeah, well, as surprising as this is going to be, um, I actually agree with Nico Rosberg. Um, Say that again, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying about, is it that Ricardo is struggling, or is it that Lando is really that good? Yeah, it's probably a bit of both, isn't it? Yeah. Because we've only ever had one benchmark for Lando, and that's science. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, it could also be like Norris's driving style happens to suit the new car philosophy and stuff like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do believe that Norris is an exceptional talent and mm-hmm. you have to understand that Ricardo's past his peak, I think, as well. He gave an interview, I think, after the weekend saying, if you put me in or build a Ferrari, I'd be winning races still. Mm. Which, if you put him in a Red Bull, possibly, but it's it's hard to tell because I know he's, I know midfield cards are hard to get the pace yeah. out of, but that's what you signed up for, Daniel. You yeah. you walked away from the top team to go to midfield teams, and this is this is what you've you've asked for. Not much really. You can't really say oh, if I was in a top car, I'd win because Alonso could say that, Vettel could say that. Yeah. But they're in midfield cars, and you have to make the best of what you can do, and he's not really. No, and it's not like it's a, a one-off either, is it? It's ever since he left Red Bull. Yeah, true. I mean, uh, that season at Renault when he got two podiums was pretty good, wasn't it? Who I can't remember whose team it was. Was it Hulkenberg? I th- want to say Hulkenberg. Yeah, it was. I think so. Uh, uh, first year was Hulkenberg. I think second was Ocon. Ah, uh, yes, I think you're right. But he did well, but he, he obviously decided to jump ship, and he basically re. At the restart again with McLaren. I think I think the McLaren is the stronger of the two teams, but it just hasn't worked for him. Well, I don't know. His first season there was okay, wasn't it? Well, no, he got a race win. Um, but apart from that, I don't think it was very good. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> that win sort of clouds your judgment. That well, it did for me anyway. Yeah, I think that's the only sort of good result that he had or sorry good drive that he had he had a couple of other good results but so fantasy 
um, McLaren team boss, who would you put in there instead? Zach Brown. Fantasy Zach Brown. Ooh, well, if it's Zach Brown, it would be Colton Herter. But, um, oh, true. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to say someone like Piastri, to be honest, but um, yeah. I don't think that would happen because the Alpine links. Hmm. Well, Gasly. Yeah, good shout. Because it's uh, it, we need to see Gasly again in a different car than an Alpha Tauri, just to make sure we're mm-hmm. it's right that he's there or not. Yeah. Yeah. Any advancement on Gasly, Colin? No, no. I'll take my boy Pierre. <laughs> uh, it's not on the Brighton season, but that Alpha Tauri is up and down. Yeah. Yeah, really consistent. Yeah. I would have said Piastri as well. I'd like to see him go a go. But mm-hmm. there was talk over the weekend about uh, Vettel going over, but I think it was just the rumour mill. Ah, going come mad. on. Yeah. Why would you even do that, though? <laughs> yeah. He's at Aston Martin of retiring. That's the simple thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the rest of Q3, Norris managed to split the Mercedes. Mercedes' big comeback didn't happen in qualifying. Well, hate to say no. I told you so. <laughs> The Hamilton was nine tenths behind Leclerc. It's such a big goal. gap. Such a big gap. But Charles had the benefit of signs pulling around, which was good team play by Ferrari. Yeah. Double chuck. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, <laughs> two chuckle brothers. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> we're going to slate Ferrari a lot this year for their teamwork and everything, but at least in qualifying this time they they got it right. The, for mm. the first lap in Q3, it, the science clearly did it, but the gap was tiny to Max Verstappen. Yeah, mm. but I also think the second time there was a tour, but Charles also pulled out a better lap in general. Mm. Uh, but very clever. So yeah, obviously science doesn't actually really need to even be in Q3. He's already starting last, right? You just need to set the one. Do you need to set the one lap? Yes. Q1? In Q1, yeah. Yeah, you don't uh, need to either. You can still get on the grid, but um, right. it guarantees you a still right. on the grid. Yeah. Um, but they made sure he was in. He set the quickest time in Q2 by a good mm. margin um, just to make sure that he was then, then trundle around in the final session just to give the slipstream. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, it's probably the only good thing Ferrari did this weekend. <laughs> yeah, and it makes sense as well because like, Magnussen was, got all the way into Q3. But that just means that one of their midfield rivals is further down the grid, even though they know he's going back. Mm, to yeah, the, true. To the back of the grid. Yeah, it prevents some other people getting into Q three as well, doesn't it? For like mm-hmm. Magnussen, for Haas. Yeah. Like, there's what's say Ricardo or Ocon gets in there and then manages to pull a blinder and starts eighth as opposed to eleventh. Yes, exactly. Yuki Tsunoda in eighth though. Hmm. Yeah, improved. Hmm. That lasted long. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> uh, I, but, and also now I feel like, oh, you could, I could be wrong here, but the field is split into three segments. There's Ferrari Red Bull, there's Mercedes on their own, and then there's Best of the Rest. And so in that logic, using that logic, Alonso's done a very good qualifying session there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. But uh, Norris beat him, so take that back. Reverse. <laughs> well, the the McLaren-Alpine fight is quite interesting. It is, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're taking a step out of the midfield, whereas Aston Martin aren't really going anywhere. Williams are kind of just hanging about where they've always been, mm. and Haas are either flying or they're nowhere. The Williams performance this season is 
my most disappointing aspect of these new rules. Yes. Mm. You know, it's actually not good enough. No, they need to have a serious look at themselves at Williams because mm-hmm. this is multiple rule changes now they've had a chance to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now they've got now they've got the funds as well and it still didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad times. So race. We had uh, the lovely Scottish sounds of Paul DeResta this weekend rather than Martin Bundle. And we also had Nico Rosberg sitting in his cupboard in IB. <laughs> yeah. Because he's, he's still not allowed at the tracks. Uh, why is that? Because he's not fully vaccinated against COVID. Oh, that's right, yeah. And if, you don't, if you're not vaccinated, you don't get in. Because um, they had to replace the medical car driver this year as well. Was it Matt Van der Merver? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he had to go as well. So, yeah. Nico Rosberg jumping in for his covered on Skype was a was a treat. If I yes. was Sky, I'd be like, "Why am I paying for them to be in the cupboard? They've got <laughs> yeah. enough pundits anyway. Just see you later." Is my opinion. It, anyway, we should. He's go. sensationalist, is what I'd put it as. Yes, good word. He is the Daily Mail of Sky's F1 coverage. Yeah, <laughs> he's a pound shot Villeneuve. <laughs> he's trying to steal Jacks. Brilliant. Is it Jack? Jack. I don't know. Yeah, Jack. it is Jacks. You're Jack. trying to show Jack's gig. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The less said about Rosberg, the better. Yep. Sorry, I'm <laughs> deuce. I apologise. Let's get on with the race. <laughs> <laughs> so, the race. Hamlin got another great start. Been a common theme this year. Mm. To take third from Perez. Um, Leclerc kept the lead. Alonso managed to get in front of Russell. And. Well, Kevin Magnussen got an amazing start and he managed to make eight places up in one lap. Yeah, that was lovely. Have you watched the bestie on board, which just follows them around? Yes. He's uh, it's, it's just perfect car placement at every corner. Mm-hmm. And he had a great little scrap with his teammate by the end of the lap as well. Mm. So from 20th or 19th one to, to 12th, I think it was. When you see when you looked at the uh, the leaderboard on the graphic... On the, on the on the broadcast, and you saw where Magnussen was in comparison to Sainz after the first lap when they started next to each other on the grid. It's very impressive. Hmm. Where did they start on the grid again? Twentieth. Yeah, bravo. Unfortunate. Betty contact the only lap one was between Sonoda and Ocon. Ocon hmm. tries to go up the inside of the turn eight nine chicane. Gets up the inside, fair enough, but then has a lot of moment in the middle across the inside curb. Hits the side of Ocon, hits uh, the side of Shinoda, spins him round, five second penalty, Shinoda's race round. Mm-hmm. So Shinoda's retired at this point, yeah? I think he keeps going for a little while and then yes. it. Yeah. And Ocon got what, how many, was it a five second penalty? Five second penalty, yeah. Mm. I know it's a mistake and not like a lunge, but someone's retired and the other person's only got five seconds. It seems, I don't know, is it enough? It's... It's one of those they they always say they can't judge it on what happens to the true yeah the yeah you have to judge the incident on its own not whether someone retired or not and that's probably the right thing to do so yeah thanks for picking me up on that but yeah, it was a definite penalty that's for sure oh yeah hundred percent uh, still cold it it was nearly a, a good maneuver as well um, but yeah just that little back end lost or I don't know if he touched the curb is what did it but just pushed him into him. Well, if he touched the curb or not, I just think he's carried too much speed for that angle. Mm. And, the, and the rear's losing grip anyway. 
Yeah. Click get the lead off the start button lap six max closes up going into scene and tries to go around the outside of Wabosi. Yep. <laughs> Not sure my, my accent there, but Wabosi turn eleven long right hander. But Charles manages to keep the lead and that's really the only move for the lead. Mm. Well it turns out in the full race, but up to this point. It was very tasty at that point, wasn't it? It was. I, it was I actually thought good. Oh, Red Bull has got this. And Max is going to grab it. But Charles did just enough to hold it at that point. And then it seems to be that later on in the stint, the Ferrari has its better tyre life. Yeah. And so then Red Bull comes in first. Straight line advantage of the Red Bull. Yeah, that too. It was clear for right at the start, but he, mm. he never, you just expect him to fly past. You know, the chicane or any scene, but. It, it was never close enough for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not the longest of straights, that one. Or those two straights there. If it you is... You really have to get a good exit of the corners to be able to catch up, I think. The baseline circuit is just one big long straight without that chicane. Yes. Mm. But because they run the 1CV2 layout, uh, the chicane nodded down, down there, and that seems to break up the tow a bit. Hmm. Isn't that a lovely, evocative name for a circuit? 1CV2. Brilliant. It's better than 2CV. Yeah, that's true. A Dushevo, <laughs> as it's saying. <laughs> yeah, Dushevo. <laughs> now that is a race I'd watch. Anyway. <laughs> so Russell managed to get past Alonso, but didn't see it on the TV. Yep. Didn't see it on the best on board. Still haven't seen it. So, so yeah, great move. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of midfield moves you could see on the leaderboard because mm-hmm. the leaders were so close to each other that didn't they cut the feed or even show any replays. I understand yeah. not cutting the feed. But some replays would have been nice, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So Max pits first on lap 16 and then on lap 18 we get the uh, the Darth Vader no moment as <laughs> Charles sticks it in the wall going around turn 11 with both of you. Just loses the rear, snaps on him, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's straight into the barriers, into the tyre barriers. So he's on the medium tyre, is he, at this point? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And they're over, trying to overcut Red Bull. So Max is pitted, and I think Max felt like, oh, Charles would pit the next lap. He's on the radio, isn't he, saying, let me know, is he pitted? Mm-hmm. And I think Ferrari realises, oh, well, if we go long, we'll lose track position, but then we'll come back at them at the end of the race, or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is what happened in... Austria actually didn't it last week or week before yeah when was it mm-hmm. last time yeah last, last, last week um, or two weeks yeah I think it was I think that our podcast was last week but the race was yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes the race was before the last that. race <laughs> the last I shouldn't have even just expanded upon that sentence um, so maybe it's an element of that the tyres are, are a bit worn out and he's pushing too hard mm. uh, when he goes round the call the right-handed corner with two apexes. <laughs> What's it called? Labuse. Labuse. Yeah. He he leaves a big black mark from the left rear tire. I don't know if you noticed that. But as he's mm-hmm. just as he's about to lose it, so there's he's got I don't know the throttle on too early or too much well entry speed. There was a, a comparison video of the lap before that and the lap of when he crashed, and he went through scene quicker on the lap he crashed by something like four kilometres an hour quicker and carried more speed into Le Bose and 
was on the brakes still when he spun. Interesting. Um, he was he was still on the brakes, but he was bringing the throttle in to mm. carry on. Whereas the lap before, he was off the brakes and was coasting, and then putting the throttle on. That's fascinating. Attribute it to it. I don't know. I wonder if he was pitting then and maybe going hard, harder. Than oh, you mean it could have been that lap? Could have been, yeah, yeah. That pushing as an in lap. Mm. If it or wasn't it that wasn't. lap, it was going to be soon. Yeah, that was Hor- such horrible. a horrible mistake. It's, yeah. it's the yeah, it's the worst. He now needs at least two retirements from Max, and then oh, it's he over. Forget it. Another no, no, forget six it. Races. It's done. We've, but at least the races will still be interesting because we still don't know who will win each race. But Max can just finish second now for ages. You can't just say it's done. We've got on like two podcasts. No, no. Have. Like I'm saying, the, each race result is up for grabs. <laughs> but the championship's but over. The championship. Yeah. Yeah. I was so disappointed because that it, it was like after Austria that things might close up a little bit. And then Charles has just chucked it completely. Yeah. I mean, has he, though? Hmm. I mean, he has here, but is he under too much pressure because of the unreliability in previous races? That, and he's binned it himself a few times. No, oh. true. Yeah, I, I was trying to be devil's advocate. I'm with you. He's completely thrown it away as well. The team, every, every element of Ferrari has thrown the championship away when they could have won it. That's my opinion right now. Whether that's strategy, yeah. whether it's reliability, whether it's the driver's... And I just feel the whole yeah. unit is too rusty from not fighting for championships for too long. But I really hope that if next year's car is in a similar speed position, they will nail it because this will make them hurt. And that makes you perform better, I think, in the long run. Mm. Yeah, I do know what you mean with that. It'll, it'll motivate them more than ever to mm-hmm. next season to make sure these mistakes do not happen again. And there was an interesting statistic, wasn't there? I can't remember the amount of wins that Leclerc has, but he has the same amount of poles as Verstappen. Verstappen has really much, much more race wins. Mm. That is fascinating. I think Leclerc and Hamilton now have the same number of podiums this year. <laughs> That's mad, if true. Yeah. I think Hamilton's now got five, which I think is the same as Leclerc. No way. Which, uh, that like Mercedes are actually closing in on Ferrari in the championship <laughs> which they have yeah. no right to be and shouldn't be and they'll still finish behind them but that's just bananas isn't it and yeah, it's... it's such a mistake there was some confusion wasn't there oh the throttles come on but that was when he's in the wall and it yeah. was obvious it was that and I felt any other speculation was purely just to ramp up the articles or the speculation of the broadcast and etc etc hmm yeah, it was definitely... I mean, when I first heard it, my first thought was, oh, uh, there's another throttle problem. And then as soon as you actually... See the replay. Properly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's clear what it was. Yeah. But yeah, some people are still sticking to it being a throttle problem. No, no, no <laughs> chance. So it couldn't reverse out because once it hit the barriers, it was stuck. Is that correct? Or I, I don't know if it was stuck in the barrier or if there was some issue with the drive. But yeah, he, he couldn't get the car to move backwards. Yeah, not good. Well, remember when was it Perez who was in the barrio in Montreal? Mm-hmm. Was it qualifying? It was. That's because yeah. it was stuck yep. in there. I wonder if it's a similar thing. Yeah. Because the car seemed to have all the wheels pointing in the straight line, so I was like, "Oh, you just need to reverse it out, Charles." Yeah. But clearly, it was trying. It just wasn't possible. 
Yes, and then the scream. <laughs> That's going to be memed forever. Mm. Oh, it is, isn't it? I can't wait for that. <laughs> oh, it's just so disappointing. Like This is just not... It just reminds me of those seasons where Vettel's at Ferrari in the first half of the year, they're challenging Lewis, and then <laughs> the professionalism yeah. of Mercedes and their development speed just meant second half of the season, forget it. I hope it's not the case mm. here. I hope the Ferrari can still fight for victories for the remainder. Yeah. But. I mean, Vettel probably should have won one title. But 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. It, yeah. Like crashing into Stroll on the lap. Was it Malaysia? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he, like stuff like that, Ferrari just seemed to draw stupidity. Mm. But they're in those positions to get that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we'll speak about science and Ferrari a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, no, no, we'll do it now. Yeah, let's go we'll, for we'll it. We'll do it now. Safety car. Everyone pits. Um, Sainz comes in for mediums because I think he started on the hards. Mm-hmm. Really slow stop, slow at the dropping at the back, and then Sainz decides on his own accord to go. Yeah. Goes out in front of the Williams, Williams does slam the brakes, really unsafe release, and he earns himself a five second penalty. Which, Could it- watching it, I was like thinking, oh god, here's Ferrari making another mess of this, but actually, you watch on board, the light yeah. never goes green. Uh right. Come on, Carlos. Again, it's yeah. another driver error that's indicative of this sort of weird pressure the Ferrari team is under at the minute, I think. Hmm. Yeah, there's no argument it's a penalty either. It was clearly an unsafe release. Well, it wasn't even a release, I suppose, was it? He, was, he decided to go. He was off. And, yeah, just unnecessary. After the safety car, Joe then hits Schumacher in that Obusi corner. Mm-hmm. And just tagged every right of the house as it was trying to go around the outside. I thought Mick was a bit unlucky there. Oh yeah. I know he's on the outside, yeah. I know the inside of the line, but he's there's enough space there and Joe loses it. Yeah. It, it was definitely there was a wiggle, wasn't there, from the mm. show under the throttle, which is what put him into him. Yeah. Uh but then get a wee battle between Sainz and Russell. And George manages to hold him off for a, about six or seven laps, and then on lap 30, he manages to take the position. Is this when Science gets told he's got a stop and go penalty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was daft. Uh, but Carlos at least yeah. replied and was like, no, 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 you're wrong. Yeah. Which Although I did think about it afterwards and think, well, he does have to stop, and then he goes. Yeah, but it's yeah, <laughs> but it's not a stop and go penalty. True. Either. Yeah, yeah, true. That's probably what the the person saying it meant, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ferrari, like the even like the driver, oh, I forgot his strategist, engineer, driver, race, engineer. race engineer. That's it. Even the race engineers, I know English isn't their first language, but they're always nervous and fumbling mm. when they're talking about what strategy we should do and all this. They just don't come across as a polished outfit. Not the minute. No, not the no. not the uh, Ross Braun Schumacher era, are they? Let's let's put it that way. Yeah, there's no Rob Smedley's there. No, it's, yeah, <laughs> Felipe, baby. Yeah, <laughs> stay cool. <laughs> well, I love the Rod Smedley. Is he'd be like that. 
nice and nice at Felipe as well, and then Felipe would put it in the wall and just go, "What the woman hell are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he'd just go off his nut arm as well, which I really enjoyed. I miss mm. him. He went to Williams, and then what does he do now? He works for the FIA, does he not? I or from so. one? Oh, does he? Brilliant. Yeah, because uh, yeah, after he got bombed out of Williams, well, all the other folk. I don't think anyone. I think he went and did someone else for a while, and then the FIA got him. He he did a talk two years ago. Rob Smedley from Formula One talks about using Amazon Web Services to improve the fan experience on the Amazon Web Services YouTube channel. <laughs> oh God, God. No, I'm not going to watch. Do we still get payday? <laughs> we still get the AWS stats, don't we? I never yeah. pay attention to them, but Nick does. They're not as crap as they used to be. There, ah. um, they're not as intrusive, and they're not sort of on the screen instantly, but they are still there. Hmm. He's building electric carts. Ah, all right. Hmm. Also, there's a clip here. Rob Spedley angry at Michael Schumacher. We'll save that for later. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So, 11 laps later after Sainz gets past Russell, he gets a good run on Perez, tries to go around outside his scene in Obusi, but um, hmm. Checo closes the door. Then squabble and Sainz almost runs into the back of him a few times, going through the rest of the lap, and then he manages to get around the outside of the long left-hander, the prominent corner, and take the position um, as he's racing well, tears on the video tournament pit. On the run-up to that, uh, the whole thing was a disaster, I thought. The whole Ferrari race engineer discussion. Like, what Carlos was saying on the radio was, yeah. are we pitting or not? Because if we don't pit soon there's not enough time left to catch up especially because it's a one of the longest pit lanes in Formula 1 mm. so it's such mm. a long transit time and then they dilly dally don't they for like 5-6 laps then they call him in yeah. while he's actually made it past Perez then they pit him but at that point you think well if his tyres are good enough to get past Perez aren't they good enough to end the race that was my opinion yeah he had 10 laps to go yeah get it home 90% you're, you're already, I, I know they're saying that they wouldn't have done and there's a risk but it was still quick enough to get past um, yeah it Perez. was slightly misleading I thought there the way that the radio transmission was broadcast well just because the, Ooh, the messages are often half a lap to a lap behind um, so I know on commentary they picked yeah, up saying true. that they can't say that whilst he's in the middle of an overtake I'm, thinking, I'm pretty sure they didn't say it in the middle of his overtake it was probably on the back straight. Uh, it was just yeah, starting probably. to close up mm. on him going into scene. I also thought Perez's defence was a little bit naughty as well. Ooh, at what point? Uh, not penalty worthy or anything like that, but when they came through scene and um, Science is on the outside, he doesn't quite leave a car's width, so Science has to back out of it. And then I thought he moved over on him very late on the way into the last two corners. Oh, yeah, he did. There was a few close calls in that battle. Yeah. It was a lovely move, though, in the end. Well, a great move, but completely futile because <laughs> they pitted him and didn't pit anyone else. No one else pitted at the top. So, if you know, yeah. you're know, watching him going through the pit lane and you think, oh my word, because he has to do the five second stop mm-hmm. uh, pause before the pit stop. The whole thing is just completely unnecessary and. Um, you know, even he was even behind Alonso, wasn't he, at that point? Yeah. Yeah. 
the, the choice that they had was risk not making it to the end, but if do you that. do, you'll get third. Yeah. Or we'll set up for fifth. Well, yeah, go for third, surely. Sci- let me, let's be real about this. Science is not in a driver's championship battle. So yeah, a no. Ferrari ahead of a Red Bull is a, is a better scenario, even if you risk it or not. Yeah, I mean, Sainz is only a point ahead of Russell now. So mm. he's... he's huh. he, I think he's, what, 99 or 89 points or something behind Verstappen. Goodness me. So, yeah, he, he's out of it. But obviously didn't want to help him. Assume, assuming they're running short of engine components at Ferrari at this point, so... Uh, yes. Oh, is that a concern? If you stuck it upside down in the barrier, it probably would be. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so the battle with Carlos and Perez, then leaves Perez a bit vulnerable in the following lap. George closes up on the back of him and makes a move into the chicane on the Minstrel Street? Minstrel Street? Mistral. Mistral Street. So he makes a move, a dive bomb up the inside the first part of the chicane. Checo half defends it, mm. but then runs off the exit and keeps the position and, well, keeps the place, does, doesn't go order to give it back. And it was a major dive bomb from Russell. I swear, every time I watch this move, I change my mind. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because at first I thought, yeah, he's down the inside. Perez should probably have given the corner up. And then the next time it's like, well, but he was never really making the corner. And yeah, I still can't decide. So it probably is a racing incident. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it is a racing incident. But uh, the only thing that caught my eye was if you watch it from Perez's on board, mm. Russell commits to the inside and Perez does slightly squeeze before they turn in. Oh, he slightly changes his line. So that pinces Russell. But I don't think. Uh, not worthy of a penalty or a change of what, the outcome at all. It's mm. slightly on the edge of moving in the braking zone, and I wasn't too keen about that. Having said yeah. that, Russell blowing up was completely wrong, and he was out of order. And it, mm-hmm. In the heat of the moment, he'd misremembered it, I think, or something. But then he's kept quoting this well, new rule about, oh, the front wheel to rear wheel. Yeah. Which yeah. seems weird. Yeah, he's saying his front wheel was in front of his rear wheel as they got to the apex, which... It was. If you don't, if you don't brake for a corner, do you... You can do it anyway, but yeah, doesn't give you the right to it. But I did think Checo was cute because he did edge him over and cramp him as he was breaking. He did, yeah. And then he, he bailed right at the time where there was like about to be tar to tar contact, mm-hmm. or if there was contact, it was he bailed right at the moment mm-hmm. that was about to happen. So I think it, it was kind of like Hamilton last year at Abu Dhabi. He was clever about how he did it. Yeah, yeah, and got to keep the position. But yeah, if if there had been a crash. It would have been Russell's fault, but mm-hmm. the way that Perez defended, he was never actually making a corner. The way it worked out in the end, I was happy with, uh, but yeah. we had to hear Toto on the radio for the first time in a while. Yes. Dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> Glad your accents are really wide region. <laughs> and that none of them are good and they're all just completely all over the place. <laughs> yeah, so Russell had to get calmed down. But he got it eventually. But it, I was confused with it as to how. Yeah, so we yeah. got a, first we got a crash between Magnussen and Latifi for the first. What the heck? Corners. Sorry, oh, yes. I thought Magnussen was out of order there. See, I'm the other way. Oh, yeah, I, thought, 
I thought Magnussen was well, he was running along the line, but with Tiffy Curdy them as well. Mm. I think the stewards kind of says both of them should have done better, which that's yeah. how I landed on it. But I felt like what, the, what did you think Magnussen should have done? Yeah, I, I thought Magnussen had lost the position at that point, and he was two wheels off the track to force the issue. To me, it, mm. it, 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 mm. it was conceded, but that I love this difference of opinion. That's good. Yeah, like it was what he was feel- doing was like if he was in a touring car race. I felt. Yeah, I do know what you mean, and it kind of reminded me of when cars go around Brooklands at Silverstone. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. How people running out wide, but um, excuse me, wide. But uh, yeah, I don't know if it's Latifi's fault, but he just didn't leave enough room for Magnussen to get around that corner. But yeah, Magnussen probably should have backed out as well. So after that incident. They're both retired, are they? Oh, well, Magnussen certainly does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. they both retire. Uh, Joe then pulls off, which causes a VSC. Um, I was hoping for full safety car. F- yeah. yeah, I didn't see what the failure was. Is it an engine? Or? Well, I didn't see either. Mm, no, I didn't catch that either. No, so he's off. VSC. Then the VSC system breaks, which is always good. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Right. Yes. So I think it's supposed to be 15 seconds between the VSC ending message coming up and then it ending. It's 10 to 15 seconds because apparently there has to be some element of random to it. Hmm. So they're coming on the back straight, Russell and Perez, and I think the ending message comes up then. Because mm-hmm. it looks like Russell hangs back and makes a run for the chicane to try and jump the start, basically. But the VSC doesn't end, so he drops a long way back as they're going towards the scene. Then it goes another half a lap, and as they're coming into the final, I think, three corners, it yeah. eventually ends, um, and it, he just sticks the throttle down, gets a sharp reaction, and Perez and gets around outside, takes takes third. There's the whole bit in the middle where the yeah. Russell's left a big gap, and then, oh, it looks like they were both racing at one point, and then it was back out again. That looked just fast but like if it's because the system <laughs> failed then fine but you needed some Benny yeah, Hill yeah. music didn't you over the top of it yeah I don't buy the whole Christian Horner this cost us the position because he thinks that they did it differently for their team to everyone else no really but apparently all the teams and all the cars had the same messages it was confusing that it ended but then it didn't but then they had the following ending message so they should have continued from that right but yeah. Anyway, sharp presence like of Perez mind. Just made a mistake. Yeah, exactly. It does. And by the way, Perez was so slow in comparison to Verstappen this weekend. Mm. For him mm. to even be in that yeah. position, nowhere. Apparently, had struggles on the in Friday practice, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. He couldn't get past. Um, was it Ham? Ham only got in front of him at the start. He couldn't. He couldn't get yeah. near Ham. He was beaten by two Mercedes mm-hmm. on pace. Yeah, yeah, that's damning. It's interesting. The Mercedes once takes about eight laps into the race, and then once that happens, they're up to pace, close to the pace of the Ferraris and Red Bulls. And they're really once slow the in qualifying. Me, yeah, Toto was saying afterwards they just can't get the tires in the window. But once they're running for about seven or eight laps in race conditions, suddenly they're they're great. But mm. in qualifying, they can't get any temperature. 
So it is. I'm also wondering if, if the Honda and Ferrari engines have got some extra special party mode, which is banned. Yeah, uh, I know, but they? they've. Uh, I'm wondering if there's some straight line speed thing with the Merc just being not that quick this year. Hmm. Hmm. So sharp move by Russell. They were both playing the game, trying to yeah hang back and then go and hang back and go. Um, but she gets your penalty on the game all the time. So now. Yep. <laughs> so yeah fair play to Russell and then we almost get a last corner crash between the two Aston Martins <laughs> it's, uh, Vettel's closing in on Stroll he tries to get the switch back for the final corner and I think Stroll does the classic thing of parking on the apex and I'm not touching the throttle until you almost hit me he goes a bit further because I always remember this is a this is my BTC reference for the podcast uh, the, mm-hmm. uh, from 1923 1923 yeah <laughs> when it's called the British Saloon Car Championship uh, yeah. no, no uh, about 2009 Matt Jackson at Knock Hill your local circuit calling at the hairpin he would defend going in the hairpin and he would defend coming out by take, just continuing around almost like the inside line so that you couldn't get the cut back on him if that makes sense mm. so he would defend coming in someone would go wide try and get the cut back but he'd just carry on turning and come out on the exit on the inside line as well and stroll if you watch the best on boards mm. from Vettel's point of view he sort of has a shallower entry doesn't he but then he's then he sort yeah. of comes out the corner on the on the tight line as well it's it's kind of clever it looks a bit messy but Vettel puts his hand up in the air doesn't he oh uh, yeah I thought it was a bit naughty to do on your teammate it is but, but it's it, a final lap on the yeah. last corner so and it's for the last point position, it's the only so. fighting thing I've seen Stroll do all year true <laughs> he's normally given in well, and retired well. by now <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's missing Brad yeah he's this not is stopping true. the same since Brad left him <laughs> Vitell loved it afterwards he was just trundled his along the way yeah, yeah gave in didn't he <laughs> like, totally obviously peed off and I was watching Gasly getting close to him going you better watch yourself yeah. here <laughs> it's, uh, he's, he's coming towards you um yeah, last points for in position for Stroll. Double points for Norris, Ricardo, and also for two Alpines. Now, Alp- yes. Alonso's race was very quiet, but that's another good result. Mm. And Yeah. And next up is Hungary, where they were both quick last year. Ah, yeah, but also that um, was weather affected, wasn't it? And uh, different rules this time. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, this Saturday for qualifying is apparently going to be... Ah, uh, don't Ooh. buy it. <laughs> you, you believe nothing, though. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's apparently going to be a wet qualifying. Ooh, that could be interesting. Well, yeah, but it also could not happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, according to gpfans.com, high temperatures in 32 on Friday. Saturday, temperature's going to be 25 and 80% chance of rain for the full day. So 20% and chance of it being dry? <laughs> yeah. And then Sunday is going to be 26 degrees and only a 14% chance of rain. All jokes aside, I really hope it is wet qualifying. Yeah. But double podium for Mercedes, mm-hmm. first time this year. Never thought I'd see Hamilton died for a second place, mm. but yeah, surprisingly positive. Which I don't think I'd be if I was 
runs on her own 10 seconds off the leader everywhere. Yeah. And without a drinks bottle. Yes. Oh, yeah. You look gubbed after. A what? You look gubbed after. Not sure you that's tired. English. Gubbed is English. Come on. <laughs> I've not heard it, to be fair. What? <laughs> gubbed. Being gubbed means... A bookmaker has moved your right to free bets of promotions. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's from. <laughs> yeah, the definition on Google is from beatingbetting.com, which. Uh. <laughs> it means being tired, Kane. That's the way it's commonly used. Yeah. Sure. It also means being beaten. It also means. Oh, yeah, I see. A verb means to defeat heavily. Yeah. To be gubbed so, is also tired. to be very tired. All oh, right, that's from the Collins English Dictionary. I'll give you that. Yeah, Collins English Dictionary. Call it Collins. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but Bob, it kind of came out that a lot of drivers actually don't use a drinks bottle. Mm-hmm. I think Joe doesn't have one. Yeah. At any race. Oh right. It's mad. But apparently, it's only about a half a liter you get in the drinks bottle. Yeah, anyway. and it's boiling hot as well. Kimmy Raikkonen used yeah. to have one, obviously, infamously. Yeah, didn't someone <laughs> joke someone that, that someone if they just put a tea bag in there it would have been great oh um, Crofty and the, oh Scottish boy Dressa <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, had, I had Franchetti in my head there and I was like it's not him that's uh, Formula d- yeah so him and Dressa were talking about the weekend apparently our drivers some drivers used to put tea bags in oh, they actually did I always so thought they, it was a really? joke why would they want to do that oh just so it tastes like tea yeah, just because it's always yeah. so hot as well. They say it's really hard to drink it oh. it's, it's just hot water. Ah, that does make a lot of sense. Mm. It's half a kilo saved if you don't fill your drinks bottle, mm. which I thought. I thought it would sound the FIA would mandate, but apparently not. Yeah. You would think they'd have to put that amount of ballast in it if you're not going to put the, the water in, but I don't know. Right, yeah. Hmm. So the well, I was going to give you a championship update, but it sounds like you don't care. No, we know it's it. Over. Yeah, onwards. <laughs> it does move. Stroll clear of Albon, no on the points. Oh joy! Um, ah. Stroll's Stroll's on four, and Albon's on three. Uh, but the big question is, how many points does Hulkenberg have now? <laughs> <laughs> the same as Latifi, <laughs> funny enough. Um, Vettel's actually done quite a bit better than. Albon this year and stole this year mm. comparatively but it looks like Vettel is going to have his contract talks about spa time yeah just after the summer break which do you think he'll stay yes I think so at the moment it's looking that way unless he crashes into the boss's son at some point then we don't know <laughs> yeah if if he wasn't the boss's son I think Stroll might be in a lot of trouble uh, yes Oh, 100%. But I also think his motivation is down because he knows he's safe. Yeah. He just Oh, the yeah, car's bad this year, I just won't care, unless there's a chance of points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the car's bad. Two or three years ago, he was in his third quickest car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't fall over the tail into a team. Let's put that yeah. in. So, Constructors and now Mercedes are only 44 points behind Ferrari, which is doable. And Alpine are ahead of McLaren by four points. Wow. Which is big for them. 
And this weekend we're at the Hungara Ring and, well, not kill apparently. Are we actually at not kill this time? We are actually not kill this time. I will say I was lied to. Yes. I was lied to and I should have checked it. Ah, uh, no worries. No, okay, it was this weekend. I'm glad it's this weekend because last Sunday we had thunderstorms here. How was it? Ah. So it may not even have been ahead. It was it was horrible. So oh really? This week this weekend we do have not kill, which I've missed the touring cars. Same, yeah. Not sure what who will do well around there. So Adam Moffat for Paul. Yeah. But what we do know is that no Scottish driver will win because they never do. <laughs> Uh, and uh, there's a forty percent chance of rain on Sunday afternoon. Not gonna happen then. <laughs> so I check out a wild prediction then. Go on. Go for it. Dexter Padston to get a podium in race three. <gasps> that is a good one. All right, I'm here for it. I don't believe it, but it'd just be quite funny. So yeah, <laughs> that would be mad. Excited for Toon Cars or Hungara Ring? Yeah, both. Unless it's a dry Hungaroring and then uh, it could be a bit dull. Yeah, I don't like Hungaroring, but uh, F1's put some videos up on YouTube the past couple of days, like top five most exciting moments, and there's actually been a fair few. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last year's was unprecedented, well, wasn't it, when Hamilton was alone on the grid? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then the year before that, you had Hamilton coming from like 30 seconds back yeah. to to get her staff in so Jensen Button's first race moments. Moments. from like the back of the grid was it 2006 in the rain uh-huh. I want to say 2005 but I'm probably wrong oh, was it two th- oh, you yeah, might be right there yeah <laughs> but um, yeah I'm curious for the Hungara ring this year because this main problem in previous years is you can't follow through a lot of the corners so if the new rules at least help that somewhat there should be more chance of overtaking can I dampen your excitement because oh, you watch, it's, what you, it's, what you, it's what you're here for. Yeah, yeah. You watch a touring car race around there; they're not particularly aerodependent, and they still can't overtake. True. Sorry. Right. <laughs> so you've got what? Turn one, turn two. That's it. <laughs> and then then uh, turn three. You can't. Yeah, you <laughs> can't pass that first sector. There's no overtaking opportunities unless someone goes wide. Yeah, turn four at the top of the house sometimes. On it, yeah, um, true. It's only if they made a mistake down the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really get anything in the chicane, do you? No, there's not enough the run up towards the chicane to have a dive. So yeah. The breaking zone's not long only enough. Only in the first lap, pretty much, you get overtakes yeah. there. Yeah. What they should do is spice it up. Let's put mandatory DRS through the middle sector and <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Any more for you guys? I've got a couple of sm- well, I've got a couple of small things, if that's okay. Really small. I need mm. to disappear off. I just want to give a shout out to Roberto Mary who has the Spanish driver, who was a 2015 Formula 1 driver for Mauritius. I was shocked when yeah. I seen his name at the weekend of Formula So yeah. he's come back to Formula 2 midway through the season. Uh, and again. he actually Yes, and he raced at Red Bull, actually. I forgot oh. to mention it then. And then he's, he did um, France as well. He had a, I think he had a technical issue in one of the races in France, and he did in Red Bull. But in the second, in the feature race in Austria, he did actually finish third. Or second. Finished second, but he had a five-second penalty for track limits. So he finished mm. fifth in the end, which was very unfortunate. But I thought, wow, that's mad that he's come back. So from Formula 1 in 2015 to F2 in 2022, which is a very interesting career route, if you ask me. But Yeah, I was shocked when I seen his name. I had to Google to see if it was the yeah, same one. Yeah, it's mad. Because yeah. you, you never get back, or you never go back no, no, after no. you've been to F1. 
So, well, we'll keep an eye on him. I don't know if he's doing the rest of the season or what. Uh, would either of you two like to guess who won the W series? <laughs> I know, because I watched Yeah, it, I haven't watched but, it yet, uh, but I can imagine who it was. Have a guess, Nick. Um, British? Yes. Ah, yes. Abby Pulling. Uh, no. uh, yeah. Jamie Chadwick. <laughs> Jamie Chadwick. I think she's won every race this season, right? So she's won half mm-hmm. of them. She's mad. Yeah. Um, and they're not she going did to come Suzuka on... either, are they? Have they pulled that round? No, they're going to Singapore mm-hmm. instead. Ah, okay, interesting. Uh, she didn't qualify on pole. That was Visca. Mm-hmm. And who's a good sim racer? And my one I really support Emma Kimmelainen was a terrible weekend. She qualified down the back. I don't know what happened. Uh, and who? Uh, someone had an incident on the line. Abby Eaton was reasonably up there on the grid, but crashed mm. on the start line. It was awkward, wasn't it? I thought it was okay race, yeah. though, Colin. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> It's just, it's just, uh, it's hard to watch when you know who's going to mm. win. Yeah, um, it is, yeah. But yeah, there was a few midfield scraps which were decent, and then yeah, Abby Eaton was the, not to spoil everyone for you, Nick. It's just okay. a market to start. I've got a new plan for the uh, Formula Two and the W Series at the moment because I just got behind with them so much. I'm just going to leave them until the seasons are finished and then watch them all in on a binge. All oh, right, yeah, fair enough. Then he's sort of forgotten the spoilers. Yep. Oh well, we'll shout out to Liam Lawson for winning a race. <laughs> in Formula 2 yeah he's been linked yeah, with a Williams he, he drive did. now isn't he oh really yeah because he's oh, one of their development drivers uh, yeah the Jaws Capital hit of the weekend it, it will be an F1 mm-hmm. basically oh right um, so poor Nicky's probably yeah, he's probably on his way out yeah. oh definitely Williams becoming like a paid Red Bull drive it's like they've got three teams yeah they've really? got three drivers they're looking at for next year yeah right that's good and then uh, we just want to cover just quickly that uh, on the 4th of August allegedly according to motorsport.com Jonathan Noble here uh, Porsche is going to potentially buy 50% or he's planning to buy so it's therefore not confirmed uh, Red Bull but it seems to be it's Red Bull technology so it might not be related to the Formula 1 team so we'll have to see just keep our eyes peeled and ears out for more Porsche news. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the whole BMW Sauber thing. Mm, yeah, oh, and that ended badly. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but the team carried on after BMW went. They just they sold their, their part of it. So it doesn't necessarily mean like a takeover. Correct. It just means, I suppose, that both parties are fully invested in it. Does potentially mean an engine, though, doesn't it? Well, that is the, the rumour, anyway, isn't it? Mm. That it's going to be a Porsche engine in presumably both the Red Bull and the Alpha Tauri. Which is brilliant for the Alpha Romeo. Championship. Is it not? Mm. Oh, sorry. Alpha Tauri. Yeah. Sorry, I had VW and Alpha Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. And it should be pointed out that Alpha Tauri has nothing to do with this deal as well. That would still be owned yeah. by Red Bull, 100%. Right. Mm, interesting. But yeah, Red Bull Technologies is they're doing the RB17, which is Adrian Newey's like hypercar that you can buy for the track. And they also do like consultancy and stuff, so um, that doesn't necessarily 100% mean that the Formula 1 team is involved at this stage, but we'll see. Mm. The uh, the sober and Audi stuff has been a little bit quiet. Mm. The the rumours and that kind of died out a bit. But yeah. I do notice that the commentators always say Alfa Romeo Sauber now. When? Oh, do they? 
it is a full name and or yeah. they've always said it all year they keep saying sauber when it is a full name and deal for alfa romeo mm-hmm. so. oh why did they say sauber they should always say well yeah it's don't know it's, but crofty and that are constantly call him really that's annoying. i mean ted kravitz one of colin's favorite pundits <laughs> uh, will only ever call them sauber most of the time oh really yeah, yeah. It doesn't even say alfa romeo oh i'll be sending an email if i was the pr manager mm. but the, the team is <laughs> yeah. or rather the the mechanics and everything else is the Sauber team. Yes, but of it course. is Sponsorship entered theory, under right. Alfa Romeo. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be happy if I was. No, Alfa because Alfa Tauri's. Uh, he doesn't call him Red Bull, does he? Even though Red Bull's funded. Oh, no, that's a bad analogy. Moving on, <laughs> you were right. Ignore that. Carry on. Right, I'm out. Bye. See ya. Yeah, the Minardi team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did have to mute the race a few times. Yeah. Uh, for Ted Kravitz. At one point he started talking about having pocket money on holiday during the middle of the race <laughs> and I just said I was like, I'm putting it I'm putting it on mute for five minutes and see if he's gone. Uh, yeah. That's a nice note to end. Yep. Right, see you next week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll see you next week with not kill, I promise. <laughs> and also Hungaroring. So we'll see you then. Can't wait. Yeah, see you then. Mm-hmm.